Hello everyone, welcome back to In the Dark. It is a Sunday evening here in Pennsylvania in a total winter wonderland, which I love. I have been sick with, I believe, is COVID for the past five days now, and my voice is shot, and for some funny reason, you would think that this would keep me from doing a podcast, but it's making it so I have more time for podcasting, and now I'm doing more shows than I normally do. So it's kind of ironic and a little bit comical, in my opinion, but here I am, giving you almost a daily or every other day podcast going on. Um, I apologize in this is uh, podcast coming up here. Um, I think I had the microphone a little too close to my, my mouth, so... It might be a little loud. If it is, just turn it down a little bit. Tonight, I have Brittany Fleming with me. She is from Alaska, and I've been talking to Brittany for several months now. She, We met through her being one of my listeners, and she's just amazing. Some of the, the connection we have to each other is great, and she's got some incredible stories. And believe me, this is not going to be a one-show event. There's going to be more times... I have her on because we didn't even scratch the surface of her stories and encounters and just her knowledge. It, it's just incredible, but she's a great girl, and I think you guys will really enjoy this, I hope. Um, we just we got into talking about just so many encounters. She's had dragons, fairies, uh, cryptids, uh, just, I mean, you name it, it's, it's, it's there. So elementals. Um, just fascinating stuff, and I'm excited for you to hear it. And like I said, this will be the first of probably at least, you know, one or two more episodes I do with Brit. And if she's anything like me, I have a very strong feeling she's going to be dealing with things, you know, in the future as well. So she'll probably be on quite often in the future. So you guys enjoy the show. Here we go. Hey. Hey. It's good to hear from you. I know, right? It's so good to hear your voice again. <laughs> well, I was laughing because um, the last time we talked, we <laughs> continuously got cut off. It was awful. It was it was bizarre, right? <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. And so we weren't able to do an actual podcast. We just were able to talk for a couple hours. And yeah. then today, we're having a snowstorm here. So, Oh, my gosh. Are you guys? That's not. Yes. We just got over that. It was. Uh, um, We had record-breaking um, dump here. Like, it was. Did you? Over five feet in. And over three days, I mean, it was absurd. It like the town kind of shut down. Yeah, oh, really I bet. Bad. Yeah, I went out. Yeah. I, I just I went out. It was supposed to start snowing at five, and it did. It was three minutes before five. It started snowing, and I ran and got some stuff. And I came out of the store, you know, because I'd just gone in right when it was starting, and came out. It was so slippery coming. Home. Like I wasn't sliding. Because I have a four-wheel drive vehicle because I have a driveway and I live in an area from, like, it's like a toboggan run up here. <laughs> right? No. Yeah, it's crazy up here where I live. Like, it, this is a whole different 
people don't understand. Like they've never, unless you live like up on a mountain on a back road, you don't get what it's like to live like this or in Alaska, you oh, know, like uh, you, do, you know, but, um, so yeah, that's I, like the norm here. You kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's what was funny is it was, it didn't matter though, even for my husband who's grown up here, this was record breaking. And we had, on top of the three snowstorms, we had two um, sleet rainstorms. So we had three inches of ice that had built up. And so like oh, one wow. of the grocery stores, the roof caved in because of the weight. I mean, it was what? insane. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. We have ice all over up here too. You can't even get to the cars. Like I can't even get the garbage out to the where actually we take the the trash out. I can't get all because we are all the way like we take it all the way out back, you know. And I'm like I can't even like we have the funniest stories up here in the winter. Like we have had some really funny stories. Like it's like I have our neighbors live. We've got their properties are not like it isn't like side by side houses up here. Um, There's like, you know, if you go in the back where like the properties are and stuff there, there's a lot of land back there and it's really cool. We have neighbors close enough that, um, you know, you feel like you're with people at the same time. So they're close, but then we've got this here kind of just pull together like a community in a sense but well my neighbor the one they're kind of grumpy and they're um they're nice to us but they're they're grumpy kind of people they're just not overly you know really smiley sweet type natured people they're more like you know the stern kind of just you know kind of yeah they're just kind of jerks in a way but i mean they're they're nice jerks it's really weird but they've got this they're real territorial about their house and they have this sign up out back. We have two ways of getting up here. We've got the back path, which we usually use. It's literally like a river lot road. Um, yeah. It's awful. And we all keep talking about getting it paved, but nobody ever gets together to do it. And um, so <laughs> if you pass our property, you get up to their property and in their driveway, the beginning of it, they have a sign that says, you know, private property to not. Okay. Brittany and I got cut off there. This is our first cutoff this time in this conversation. So hang tight for me. I'm getting her back on. Okay, we're going to do this one more time. And then uh, if it doesn't work that time, I'm going to just record us. Okay, like, I'm going to actually do the unconventional recording. Um, so anyway, what I was saying was you get to the neighbor's property and they've got this sign up and they're real, they're real territorial. And <laughs> Matt one night, <laughs> he came home from work and it was Matt doesn't fall. He thinks he's Mr. Cool. Like he's oh, slacking out. He just doesn't he thinks he's just like he can't do any wrong or he's infallible and that like it's kind of a joke type thing. But yeah. so he comes home from work and he literally drives the, the, the Jeep goes all the way, slides past our property into their drive into this beginning of their pathway to their drive and he ends up in their yard he's got to get out he's he gets the jeep back out it's my jeep by the way not his jeep my brand new jeep that he's constantly driving and um so he he gets it back out he parks it he gets out of the jeep and he goes around and his whole body just (laughs) balls and he goes flying down the path on his back into their yard again and i'm just i mean then he falls like three more times coming in the house and i'm just laughing i'm like this is unbelievable 
you know, but he doesn't get home from work till like three in the morning and two in the morning sometimes. So, you know, the roads are extremely icy. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, Especially that time too. They haven't even caught up here um, in plowing since this happened too. So like, it's only like one lanes right now, like in our neighborhood, you yeah. know, and it's, it's crazy. And you can't see people coming because we've got, we're like in the woods. You know? Yeah. Like spruce trees and the birch and then, you know, 10 foot, you know, eight to five, 10 foot, uh, burls of banks of snow. So yeah, but our, I get it. We, our kids were ice skating on the road. Um, yeah. I mean, literally, they put their hockey skates and were oh, ice no. on the roads. That's awesome, though. I remember we used to have, like, one time one year we had a whiteout coming, and it was so, we still went out because we're idiots. You know, you're like, we're in our oh, early yeah. 20s, and we're like, oh, well, let's go out then. You know, we're, yeah. well, we're having a whiteout. Well, let's go, you know. <laughs> so we were walking in roads, you know, going to to eat we were going we went and got my boyfriend and I at the time got went and got clams and drinks and it was just so fun because like everybody was off the road you know so it was really cool and I like have this thing here you know like oh whatever we're Alaskans you know we can handle it yeah yeah home of the disappearances cold weather when that's what Matt had he comes home like he like I said he comes home late and he had one night he came home he drives over this one um, back road and it's all wooded and it's got a huge cemetery up there. I mean, enormous, it's a beautiful cemetery. It's just acres and acres of it, just gorgeous monuments and everything. And he said, he's driving and he's, he's getting like, you know, halfway home through this road and nobody's on the road. Of course it's three in the morning. It's winter time. There is a suspended tree in the it's literally being held up invisibly he said the tree wasn't attached to anything and it's like it was leaning over to almost like wait for somebody to drive by and just club them you know or or land in the land in front of a car so it causes an accident you know but he said he's like tracy i looked at this thing and i studied it he said there was nothing at the base of this entire tree. It was off its off its root, like it had been broken off. Uh-huh. Nothing was holding it, and it was like suspended in midair. He goes, "The hell with that!" He said. He turned around and he went the other way. <laughs> oh my gosh! Right? Um, no. I, honestly, I'd probably be doing the same thing. No, oh. I'd probably honestly, in my mind, I'd be like, "All right, who's doing this?" You this, know, like, come on, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, let's let's crazy. be real here. What what are you what are you trying to do here? Yeah, it's 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 crazy because yeah, it's we live in a pretty Pennsylvania is a pretty crazy area for a lot of this stuff. Well, yeah. tell me what's what's been going on going on with you. You told me um, that there was stuff that was going on since our oh, talk, oh. and I wish I could capture our original talk, but I can't. So we're gonna have to kind of yeah, rehash yeah. some things, maybe. Yeah, so. no worries. Well, first of all, I definitely think that there has been an uptick in paranormal what paranormal cryptids I mean I I honestly think it's all connected period um and I um I you know I I don't do this full time but I had gotten um just people calling um out of the woodworks for help and 
um, stuff going on. And I yeah. don't know if it is just, you know, if it is the energies right now, because they are definitely heightened for sure. Um, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Off the charts. But I noticed that a lot of people are getting um, or getting or think that they're getting, but it's, it might be, you know, from something else, psychically attacked. And yeah. Yeah. To where I'm sitting now, I think it's a combination. I honestly think it's a combination of um, their higher selves trying to wake them up um, and oh. trying to push through fear and, and stand on their own two feet. I also think that there's a lot of residual negative energy that needs to get cleansed out that's oh, yeah. been going on. Um that's what I was just talking about my other podcast. Forgive me for my voice too. Oh, <clears throat> by the way, I have just been this whole season has been sick, better, yeah. sick, better. It's it's just every single week it's up and down. It's like, and I thought we were getting something new. I kept thinking, you know, right. we were getting we were getting re sick, and then I talked to the one doctor's office, and they said, no, what's going on is your immune system is trying to fight this off so it makes you think you're better but then it doesn't completely get rid of it and then you get re you know you're you know you get worse again and i thought yeah, oh yeah. So that, now i get it so so now i don't feel so bad about the fact that you know i, I thought i was just getting re sick over and over again but yeah i really believe we have we have covid right now oh i really well, do well, i really well, do my husband just got it um the poor man's never been sick ever ever and he gets it and he was even joking like i have not gotten sick throughout this whole entire thing not once and yeah it just he can't believe like how it's so drawn out now we got like um a cold from it like i got a cold and i was gosh like maybe three days that wiped me out and then i felt okay and and i never yeah. came up positive but then a few days after that, um, it hit me again where mm -hmm. for two days where I was drawn out, like, I mean, just drained energy, yeah. drained, wiped out. And he's still, so he's on like, I want to say day, I don't know, 10 maybe now, but okay. it, yeah, like it, he'll, he's the best way he explained it is it comes in waves. Like he'll feel like he's okay. It and then, nope, uh -uh. yeah, that's what mine's doing. And it, it it's just, um, very fatigued, like wiped out. Like you wouldn't believe breathless. Yeah. I went up steps yesterday. <clears throat> I thought I woke up and I felt better and I ran up the steps and I thought I was okay to show my, my family, my hair. Oh I was God. like, my hair <clears throat> was literally standing straight up in the, like, <laughs> I have hair down to my waist. Okay. Now it's, oh, I did oh, trim sorry, it. I do, I do too. It's right yeah, like and, below my back. Yeah. Yeah. And so somehow or another, I have never had my hair go upwards <laughs> where I look like the, the villain from like the Incredibles, like his yeah, hair, yeah. or like, I look like a corpse bride, like the, you know, the women that used to wear their hair really uh -huh. high up. Like it uh -huh. was hysterical. I was like, I don't know how my hair has done this, but it was really funny. So oh, I thought hilarious. it was hysterical. So I, it was funny. So I ran upstairs to show everybody and 
And by the time I got up there, I was trembling, shaking. Um, I was completely out of breath. I couldn't, it took me the entire day, even with sleep to feel like I was actually catching my breath normal again. Right. So that's interesting, Tracy. That is so interesting. That is literally exactly what is going on with us here. I even made the joke to my husband, like, do you think I should take a shower? Like, because yeah, I have yeah. no energy to do no, it. No, yeah, you don't even have the energy to climb steps. Like, no. we don't have a shower downstairs here. We've only got one upstairs. In our old house, we had, yeah. you know, two full bathrooms. But I'm not going up there the heck with it. I mean, I, Wait. you know, I go up, you know, a couple, about every other day, you know, but I'm not, I mean, I'm not going to stress this because my voice sounds terrible and I'm, Still loving my wonderful listeners and everybody uh-huh. enough to try to bring a podcast to everybody sounding like a truck driving smoker or something. So <laughs> yep, not yep. to not truck driving smokers, but for a woman, it doesn't sound as appealing. So, uh, yeah, you know, right, right. <laughs> but well, just, it's okay because you yeah. are completely not alone in this. And oh, God. from what I understand, that's what's interesting to me is what I understand is like th- there is many of us that are going through this. And I find it so oh. interesting that nobody is bringing up the very fact of the energies that are going on right now um i mean even with earth herself she's she's shifting and you know the fact that the um the sun you know where is all these solar flares all these things just all this stuff is going on and you cannot tell me that there is not a link to this too. Like you, you think about ancient prophecies and things like that. And yeah, I just have this, like, I don't know, this inner knowing that our bodies are going through some major shifts and upgrades. And it just makes me, you know, keep going back and forth between the two. Like, what is it? Is it just the combination of both? We're getting bombarded with COVID that, yeah. You know, whoever the hell decided to come up with that and spurs it all over. And then well, on top of that, the energies, too. You're getting word. God, well, could you imagine if they just announced that, like, to everybody? Like, look, this is what's going on. You know, you try and push your fluids. It's okay to call out. It's okay to just be sick, you know, whatever. Maybe it might ease people's minds a little bit, you know? Like, but yeah. God forbid that ever happens. But whatever. Well, I I think I don't know if you caught you know some of the stuff I was talking about. I did a podcast. I think it was yesterday. I can't even remember. I'm losing track of time here. Um, yeah. But I talked about these sightings of these creatures that just happened. Right, I just right. caught two articles. These Mothman looking oh, oh, creatures yes. that are always predetermined. Like they always seem to show up before disasters. And I thought it was very intriguing that they were seen at airports. And I thought it's interesting that airports in our society are ways for everything to travel worldwide, which could signify COVID traveling worldwide. So I just, I thought it was a really fascinating, um, interesting thing that these things are being caught at O'Hare. I think it's O'Hare airport. Right. Yeah. I did listen to that by the way. That was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I caught your one comment, but I mean, it's a negativity that, is that these de- these demons and creatures, like all, anything that's of the dark forces, they mm-hmm. feed off of the negativity. They, that's yeah. their food source. They're parasitic. And, oh, exactly. you know, this is- Parasitic archons, 100%. Yeah. 
and they're and these things are just they're having a heyday right now. I mean, they mm -hmm. always do, but this is just really. I mean, they're they're just this. They're loving this stuff, you know. Oh, yeah. What's so interesting to me about that is I had just listened to um, a podcast. Uh, I believe it was the night night or two before, and they were talking about these winged beings that they were seeing. And I believe it was. Were they of, really? I'm not kidding. That's what blew my mind when I um, read when I listened to yours. I said, because it, it's just ironic to me that you don't hear anybody talking about it at all. Yeah. And yeah. then back to back, uh, I heard that, and they were open about talking about it but they it had been go they were seeing them for a while wow but kind of keeping it a secret like yeah like keeping it to themselves but they were be becoming more known i guess or making their presence more known and then they're all just, making their presence more known yeah i just think that's just the that is an understatement right there yeah. there was a gentleman or a group that um had emailed in and they were talking about how they were telepathically um there was two of them in their group that were able to telepathically communicate with these sasquatch beings and they were um it was they just wanted it to be known like and it took a while because they, they were saying like sometimes they don't answer you and sometimes they do yeah and they and when they do, it might not be what you think it is. And they had told them that they were, um, that one, one of three have already come and two more will come. And they were oh, like, you mean of creatures of types of creatures? Well, that's what he was trying to figure out. What was he talking? About? Like, is uh -huh. it, what is this coming or whatever? And at first they were thinking war and he said nothing that he kept coming up with was good. And then um, he thought, well, COVID, you know, like, is it that? And then two more are to come too. And then you, you know, ironically have this whatever Delta and then the Omicron or whatever the hell it is next and stuff, or is it b different types of beings? But I just noticed that there is a massive upchuck in, these sightings and then even the telepathic communication and now to me it's the dreams and yeah. that's what is um i'm i'm on the i'm to the point where like what are what is if you look at everything energetically what what is going on what are they trying to tell us like what what is what is happening, you know, like, well, I think it's on? biblical. I, I, I truly yeah. believe that it's, you know, I mean, I always go back to this and some people don't want to acknowledge the fact that this is biblical, but it's, think, it's all I in there. You're absolutely right. I think it's all tied together. It is. And everybody wants to put this one in this category and put it over here in this category nope. and label it this and label it that. But that's, then there, that, that's, that's technically what the, dark forces really want you to do instead of taking a step back and start you know clearing your mind and having a more inner divine knowing yeah it's yeah. all connected yeah it's um yeah because like i've talked to different people about the bigfoot and the dogman and other entities as well and and that along with the demons and you know the um spirits ghosts things like that that get into people's houses and things like yeah. that and they said that some of their their occurrences they have a sasquatch running around their house 
And mm-hmm. to an unknowing person, they would assume it was a ghost. Mm-hmm. So you've got, you know, these active houses that have what they deem hauntings that might actually be cryptids that are inside that are, that yes. are, you know, cloaking themselves. Literally. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So, and I, I definitely think it's it tied all, together. I do too. I do. And I know it all started with me with, um, the elementals and the fairies. And I've even drove, um, I've drawn, like drawn up some pictures over time of like the different ones I've seen. And, you know, I'll see their energy like first, right? Their energy yeah. and their light. And then I'll see, um, and then it, and then that's what happens. It will be in my dream and they'll, I'll physically see them. And then it's progressed to that where it's um, heightened. I think I will catch him like out of the corner of my eye and stuff, but yeah, me too. I I go through that. Yeah. I catch everything through the corner of my eye. Yep. Not everything. I I see full on stuff as well. Yeah. So the other night I let my dogs out and, um, you know, we've got all this snow and I've got the tree lines and stuff. And then we've got like, my husband, um, runs a business. So we've got like the trailers and then the shop and stuff like that. And lo and behold, um, out of the corner of my eye, I see this huge, massive thing go and jump from my shed over the snowbank, like into the snowbank and then just gone. Right. And then I, where I double looked again and I was like, what the hell? And I go out there the next morning and the footprint, this is so crazy the foot one single footprint that is left there in the snow actually looks like a dog a, a massive dog footprint and You're i kidding. have to be honest tracy i've never had anything like that around here or like you know in that kind of sense but i had that happen when we were up at our cabin that gosh this towel slash war thing that was not your average you know sasquatch type noise it was more of a howl and a deep guttering roar oh that I kind of wondered maybe if that was what that was too but then I had a this um thing happen I was it was so funny I was just sitting there and I kind of get into it's really weird how it comes to me and it just comes out of nowhere yeah get this image and it was this gray wolf in my head where he looked defeated <laughs> and he had put his head in his hand and shook his head like oh you won you know like that kind of thing wow. and I thought I'll be damn are you kidding me yeah I mean just and this has been going on I mean just one after another these I always tell people when you have these dreams that you are they're so vivid you have your smells and your sounds and everything like that it's not a dream you're in your spiritual form you are somewhere and it's yeah. the yeah. more realistic of what's really going on in a sense and it's dream state that's that's actually when you're um you're actually you're really doing stuff like you're really yeah. living in your yeah. dream you're really doing things it's called dreams yeah. Yeah, I always and I keep telling everybody that right now, too. Uh, I think there I don't think I know there is a lot of work going on in your dream state right now. Yeah, a lot of work. Um, there must be because people are waking up absolutely exhausted. 
you know people are waking up too tracy and they are feeling that their bones and their joints um and their you know legs and things like that are aching oh yeah 100 percent. there's a lot of work going on and a lot of clearing there's people waking up with odd injuries broken bones all kinds of things from dream state it's really just crazy stuff yeah yeah matt keep having he, he he gets huge burn marks um, huge bubbles that are he, they're so burning, like they they just, it feels like something it's hot like got poured on them. Yeah, and it's a huge blister. They're, they're it's like one big enormous blister. It's only when he sleeps, he wakes up every now and then with it. He doesn't know how he does it. He he literally injures himself in his sleep. I've woken up with fat lips. You know, um, just my body feels like I haven't slept in weeks. Yep. You no, know, just drained. I mean, just completely drained. And, you know, I was told that it's because I'm doing battle in my sleep. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's, that's why, you know, there's supposed to be a, a, you know, the, the, the spirits that guard us, like they guard our souls at night when we're sleeping. Yeah. I think people need to understand that and take note that as scary as it may be to take note that you are protected that you actually have a say in this you know even if it's unseen to them or whatever because that is scary to think oh shit these things are running around and you know i i can't see them and and what's happening to me when i'm asleep you do have a say in this and and you are protected and anything they can possibly do to remove the fear factor of it all will just move mountains i i just god if there was any anything i could possibly do here on this realm in this plane is to get people to realize how freaking powerful we really are i know i'm right there with you on that one i i people do not even like when we get sick you know like i was just thinking i had kind of going back to the whole covid thing and by the way just so everybody knows when I did have to go shopping because there was nobody here to do it for me, but I do curbside pickup. Yeah. Mostly I wear double masks. I have myself wrapped up. I have gloves, use hand sanitizer. I stay away from, I I just, you know, I, I stay away from people um, Mm -hmm. in general, you know? Right. Um, I, I had a fever. Now I'm also on my fifth or sixth day. They say after your fifth day, you're supposedly okay to be around people again. I'm not sure if I believe that. Uh, but I'm not sure if I believe that one either. Yeah, too, not sure if I believe because, that. Yeah, what what just happened with Derek, my husband, and and even me? I I'm telling no. Why would we still have fears? Yeah, then, you know what well, I mean. I like, don't have a fever. That's what I wanted to say. I oh, that's good. Um, no, I I got up the first day. I, my, I, I know I got it from my grandson, Levi, who came home with a fever. Um, oh, yeah. School. And wait, I'm just, oh, it's just awful. And he's always with me. And um, a couple of days later, I started getting sick too. Yeah. And yeah. I had a fever for a couple of days that was like 100, 101. Yeah, that's what ours were too. Like, not super high, but. Right Did you there. take Tylenol? Or yeah, we did. We, um, we just took Tylenol. Um, I think I ended up taking ibuprofen eight hundred one time because I I couldn't believe how um 
how much my body ached, ached. and how bad it was. It was awful. Yeah, like it was, uh, that's what makes me really honest to God think, Tracy, there's a combination of upgrades in our bodies in these vessels, our blueprints, along with this. I mm -hmm. mean, it was bizarre, but it you're 100% right about that. It was literally five days later that Derek got sick, like to, to the date, like it was. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was well, on the dot. I got a fever. My fever ended up being, uh, listen to this. I took Tylenol one time. It was the first day because my body aches were so bad. And mm -hmm. now it's, they were, they were, I get body aches when I get fever. And so, yeah. and I thought, you know, it's not like me to take anything when I right? get sick. I take nothing usually. So what happened was, um, my dad brought me medication and stuff too. He brought me ivermectin. Oh, so right we ended up getting that too. Yeah. I got, but, um, and I did Z not Z pack or something. Zithromycin. Yeah. But I hadn't had the, the ivermectin. Um, the, the day that I was on, I was, I had a fever of 104 degrees. Jeez, Tracy. And I laid there and I let it take its course. And that's what I'm trying to tell everybody there is a reason why we get fevers. Yes. And yes. fever is there to heat up your body so that it kills and cooks whatever is in your body that's yes. causing it to be ill. Much like boiling water when, you know, you've got water contaminations and stuff, you boil water. It's right. the same with fever. Do not jump and run and get Tylenol and ibuprofen. Mm -hmm. Try to wait that fever out as long as you possibly can. You know, I let yeah. mine climb up to 104.1. I thought to myself, if it gets to 104.3, then I was going to take Tylenol again. But I wanted to lay there and let it cook itself. I was like, right. I let this happen. Now I know fevers can get there's controversy on it that they can get dangerous if they get too high and cook our brain. I'm sure they could if they get high enough, but I, I would, I would, only I would, that happened once. Did you? I was younger. Yeah. yeah. I My daughter did too. She, she, she started having a kind of like a trembly seizure type thing because she yeah, was so in fact, That happened to my sister. That's a, what you just happened to your daughter. That happened to my yeah. sister. She went she into was a like, seizure. Yeah. She was like 104 point. It was pretty high. I mean, it was like 104 point probably like 104.1 or something when I did her temperature one day and then she started kind of shaking. Mm -hmm. And so I, but like with me, I mean, she was very tiny. I'm not. So I thought, well, you know, I'm just going to lay here and I'm going to let this thing, if this is COVID, I'm going to really fight this thing with fever. Yeah. That's and, all I kept thinking in my head too. If this yeah. is what it is, I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to, yeah. I'm just going to let it ride. Yeah. That's like, what I did, but. Uh, but I mean, and it's. But we and, did and, get the medication sent to us, and I did get it from the frontline doctor. The ivermectin, yeah. yeah. But I took. Um, I ended up. I I laid there, and then the next day I woke up, and my dad had called me and told me he wanted to bring ivermectin up. But the next day, after the one hundred four point one fever, I woke up and my fever was down to one hundred two. Within a few oh, hours, a couple sense. hours, it went down to a hundred. Now I'm, I'm usually, I run, I run 97.7 usually is my temp. So if I get up to 98.6, I have a fever, you know, right, because right, my, right. my body runs lower. Run low too. Yeah. A lot of people do now. Yeah. They say temperatures are changing in people. 
see, there we go again. Yeah. There we go again with one more, you know, just another thing that's added to the blueprint of everything that's changing. Yeah, what's you changing know, the human body like, that's causing our temperatures to drop? Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> when um I ended up taking the ibuprofen, um, I had taken a salt bath. Uh, like, you know, that Himalayan salt stuff you can throw in your bath yeah. and gosh, it felt so good. And it also like kind of calmed me down, you know, like where I could just go to sleep in a sense and not be so yes. like achy. And oh. then it's, I woke up in the middle of the night and I didn't have a fever. That's what was bizarre. Yeah. But my legs um, and lower back hurt so bad. Like it was, it was just bizarre right like it was did you have shooting horrible stabby pains oh yeah like it so did i it yeah and so then later that following day i got a phone call from a friend he's a a reiki master and shaman and he's all you know kind of up to date on a lot of this stuff and he's always just very open he went through the same thing i mean almost the exact same time to where he was um we kind of were working with each other and we're picking up on it. And he kind of pulled in that it was a form of working in our astral form. 100%. Um, also were, how did he word this? You know, as we move forward, our bodies are going to start to be lighter and you, we're here in this 3d realm and and in more dense you know form of talking or whatever but that that is what we're doing we're purging out what we don't need anymore is kind of the way he's okay i get yeah i grab does that make sense yeah of course yeah Yeah. explained it but i mean now i'm i'm a christian i i i try to not you know get involved in the whole like you (laughs) It's so hard because it's, you know, the person I was when I started with all this journey with God and this whole thing is not the person I can say I'm 100% anymore. Like my whole oh, way of looking I at things. I would be there with you on that one yeah. too. Could you imagine, so, Tracy, if we asked everybody, honestly, yeah. how, so I, I a few years ago? <laughs> I've just learned not to have opinions. I, I've learned yeah. that even though I love God and I, I you know, I believe in the Bible, I, it's not that I don't believe in the Bible. I'm just leery on some things about yeah. the Bible. And, yeah, yeah. and I do believe the Bible is, you know, overall God's book. It's it's written, inspired by God, inspired by, I can't say good men, because some of the stories in there are just horrendous. Right, but right. Um, but I... It's been hijacked how many times. Yeah, exactly. So, it, you know, but you talk to somebody that doesn't really have any further understanding than just that level they can't grasp that far. They right, can't right. even believe, they won't even accept that there's a possibility that, you know, you can still love God and be a Christian and still have discernment with what you're reading in a book that's been created by men that yes. could have potentially been corrupted. And you still have to be cautious about what you're taking in, no matter what it Absolutely. is. So, Absolutely. I just, I feel like, you know, so I'm, I'm always cautious when, you know, like the Christian group will say, oh, you know, you should never get into the new age stuff and the whole talk of yoga and Reiki and all that stuff. 
I'm learning to not have opinions. Right, right, <laughs> I'm right, learning right. to keep my mouth more shut as far as saying this is 100% the way it is. We don't know that. Right. How can okay? we? We don't. How can we? You have to, I believe, you know, to me, I what I do is I pray, I ask God, I stay in communion with him because God is our higher power. We believe, we live in a totally supernatural realm. Yes. Our Bible is supernatural. Our God supernatural. Everything about our world is supernatural. So yes, yes. we have got to stop putting all these blocks up in our minds, in our spirits, and closing off to the possibility that God potentially wants us to have further information than what we have. Exactly. That you just told. said very well said. Very well said. So Andy. yeah. So I so but I'm you know so that's to the listeners that are gonna I know I can hear it already the comments that you know <laughs> yeah. oh that that's against the Bible. That's listen until God comes down and which I've requested this with him. I've said, God, listen, I need to talk to you. I need, I do talk to you. I said, but sometimes this invisibility act doesn't cut it. Okay. I need more from you. I need, I need more contact. I would like to have, you know, uh, you know, to be transferred to heaven and have a, a talk with you. I would and, like to go and sit down with you, sir. And have yeah. You. Well, supposedly, <laughs> if we fast, we're supposed oh, to do absolutely. a strict fast and not sin. There are right. two prerequisites. Pre, I can't talk. You know, two things here that we have to requirements that we have to fulfill. One is stop sinning. Second is fast then ask God to transfer you because supposedly we are, we're allowed to go in and out of heaven and visit where we're, well, we're absolutely. You know, allowed. So I, but I, I, I do need, you know, I need more from God at this point, especially if I'm doing this, which I feel is for him. Mm -hmm. um, I may not always have this right. I might, I might get information wrong i might get off track i might get a little lost now and then because you know like i said in my my previous podcast you get to talking and meeting so many people and yeah, so much yeah. is getting thrown out there that you know your your mind is being opened up more and more and you're just like wow this is crazy yeah you know right. what's going on here like this isn't right. we've right. been taught that's what i keep coming so. back to that yeah. is absolutely what I keep. What is going on here, and what does this all mean? Right. Ever since I was little, you know, I was, I was raised in Utah. We were, you can, religion, and the one thing I always kept going back to, I just was this little turd, and just no, I kept saying no to it all, not all, but a majority, because I kept saying. Who are we to say what is right and wrong? Right. What if there is a little bit of truth in everything? Right. What, what, and, why would God do that? Why would he? Nope. You guys are the right ones. All the rest. No. It, so it just doesn't make sense. No. It doesn't make sense to me. It never. It, it, it never even has. 
my love for God and my devotion to him, there is still, and he knows that he's aware of my turmoil. He's aware of my questions. I don't need somebody else telling me that I'm wrong. I need God to reveal that to me, not you. You're a person just like I am. You don't have the answers, you know, just because, you know, you read the Bible and I understand that you believe in that a hundred percent. And I think that's wonderful. I, however, have questions and I'm not so convinced that it's all there, yeah, you know, no, like no, other people need to be contented with what they read and they're contented with, you know, that simpler walk with God. I maybe wasn't created for that. Maybe my purpose isn't your purpose and God has a different purpose for me and mm-hmm. I might need to know a lot more than you might need to know to fulfill my purpose. Well, Do that's just it. No, that makes you so know? much sense. I think that's what it is for everybody. It, it's what it, it's just having that divine knowing within yourself. You yeah. don't need other people to tell you things. You don't need it's that's where I just always go back. I don't think it's outward. I think it all comes within. Yeah, I do too. I it's it's something that you feel. And I believe with me, I, I know this journey that I've been on is from God. I know it's been with God a hundred percent of the way practically. He's been right there with me, talking mm-hmm. to me, guiding me. Do you know the other day I was in the kitchen? It yeah. was so weird because my kids keep seeing like um um they keep seeing like a, a child now and off and on in the house that runs around. It's like a spirit child or, you know, it could be something else, but it is presenting itself as a spirit child. And yeah. um, I'm sitting in the kitchen. I, um, one of my family members had come home and they were sitting at the table and I was sitting there talking and I got the biggest rush. I was like, wow, do I feel something standing behind me? <laughs> and I, it was, it was, it was, I was sitting on the chair a little bit diagonally facing the table, a little bit facing like towards, you know, the door and whatever it was, was standing behind me and it had its hand on my shoulder and it was large. And I swear to you, I felt it was Jesus. Wow. I just, I was like, uh, the Lord is standing with me right when, now. Like it when was, was when was this? This was about two to three nights ago. Huh. It was wild. It was like it was it was I could literally feel their hand standing or, or on my shoulder. It was very comforting, very protective. Like they were just there. It was it was more like I I can't say I felt guarded or protected. Yeah. It was more just like, Hey, I'm here. I'm right. standing right here. I got my, you know, my hands on, you know, not that they're telling me their hand was on my shoulder, but I just felt that it was like a comforting kind of thing. Like my buddy was standing with me and it was either like, it was either the Lord or it was my angel. It was one right. or the other. It had to be, it just had to be, it well, was, yeah. you, you know, yeah. Yeah. That's such a wow thing. moment though. Right. You know, when you can identify that it's the Lord, like when you, there's a lot of times I get messages where I hear something, talk to me and I get an overall feeling of who it is. And and so many times it's different. It's different. It's like the one time I I felt it was my grandfather. Um, A lot of times I feel it's my angel. Um, A lot of times I feel it's the Lord himself, but um, you know, it's, it's neat when you can absolutely feel like you can identify who it is. 
That's you know? crazy. Yeah. When I I just had something happen a, like a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, and I ended up calling my mom because I was just floored. And it was, I, I've never, I, I, I've, I honestly can be, I can honestly say I've never had this happen, you know, where you have an angel or um, Jesus or anybody like fully come in like in a pier or whatever. And I was, I had just fallen asleep. And what was interesting is we were, I was in the area that I, I live in. Right. But mm-hmm. the background was like a yellow hue, if that makes sense. Like, I, I don't know how, I know I've noticed that over the last year and a half that my dream states, I'm starting to notice that certain times it'll have a different hue. Some will be very clear, like as we see it right now. And then some will be gold. And I was walking with somebody and I honestly don't know who it was. I, I just know I was with someone and I looked up at the sky and I saw this dot start circling in the sky and then it's, it opened up like a cone sphere, right? A, a mm-hmm. cone sphere. And I looked and I was like, and as nonchalant as you could be, I said, oh, who is that lady? And that, the, what it appeared to be at first, like a woman walk coming through, ended up to where I said, oh, it's Jesus. And oh, wow. he was coming through this sphere. In, in the sky, like it, it as if the sky had parted, right? Like, you know, as a complete cone sphere. If you look at geometric shapes, what it did, and he right. came out, and it was, and the, the cloud, it wasn't even in clouds either. That's what was, in, it literally looked like if something had broke through the matrix. I'm not joking, through the sky. In the oh, sphere. I can't believe you're telling me this story. This is, I got to tell you something when you're done. Okay, and it and as the sphere opened and he came through, it got bigger, and from the outs outside of that sphere, that that energy, it just started doing this wind wave over everywhere, mm-hmm. and I felt it go right through me. And as soon as I saw him, I knew that it was him, and I'm telling you, it was not any picture I've ever seen before. Really? And he had sandy brown hair, yeah. even to where, like, even tanned skin, where if you had, you know, like, the your hair had been sunlight hit, you know, from the sun. Wow, this is and whatnot. what I dealt with almost. And not yet. Nonchalantly, I knew that it was him. And immediately, I was jolted awake. And never in my life have I ever, ever had anything on that spectrum if that makes sense right like yeah yeah that that i had this same thing with um i had when my i i i know i keep referring this this is my journey it's it's been a journey with god and he has been taking me from what they call the rabbit hole one rabbit hole to another (laughs) rabbit hole to another you know rabbit hole of just crap that's going on that's really out there that's that that exists that you know the truth it's been a a quest of truth that god has had me on with him that jesus Mm -hmm. has had me on with him and he's been gradually introducing me to this then okay she's got that 
okay, now Tracy introduced, you know, I'm going to introduce you to this now, and we're going to bring this into it all and get this, you know, this is what, you know, you know, and it's like, holy Lord, like this is nuts. So I got to the point where the Lord had done a couple of things with me that healed me miraculously. The one was my tooth story, which oh, I've told yeah. another podcast. That Remember that one? Memorable. Yeah. I, I guess I should probably tell it again, but, um, I had this, um, a, a tooth that was killing me. It was a molar and it was, this is a tooth that it was, it was a, 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 like the whole thing was in my gum. It was in there firmly, as firmly as any of your teeth are in their gum. There's no way it didn't even move. This thing didn't oh. jiggle. It didn't move every time it, it was, um, it was bleeding. Every time I even touched it, it was so infected. It was bleeding every time I touched oh it. If I, I, t- typically, if you have a toothache, you'll start, you'll start to kind of knock the tooth. You, you kind of knock it or tap it. You do, kinda, right? You, you yeah. kind of start to put pressure yeah. on it. And, you do. It yeah. So bad. Exactly. Yeah. You try to put pressure on it or you try to kind of knock it a little bit, uh, you know, to kind of tap it, to kind of help the pain. And it does take the pain away, actually. It does. Um, so, <laughs> Every time I even touch this tooth, this is a, a molar, by the way, it, you know, bled very badly. It wasn't small bleeding. It was profuse bleeding. So oh, I couldn't no. even touch this thing. So I went to bed one night and I was extremely close. To, I'm, I'm extremely close to God. I, he's like my best friend. I talk to Jesus constantly. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I make mistakes. I, I say things, feel things, you know, even get things in my mind that are, you know, I know are wrong. And I'm like, God, I, you know, you got to redirect me here, reguide me, you know, figure this out, like, show me the truth, like guide me here. And yeah. so I, um, cause you get off track. You really do. This stuff leads you off track. So, um, I was laying there one night and I said, God, I, Jesus, I said, I can't, I can't deal with this pain. I said, it's too much for me. I, I said, I, I, I have a dentist appointment in two days and I have to get through this in two, you know, for the next few days, I can't deal with this pain. I went to bed this, that night and you got to understand I've, I've pretty, for the most part, I try my best not to sin. I do mm-hmm. everything I can not to sin. So I'm leading a fairly, decent life where there's more, I believe that the ability to, to interact with the Lord is, is much deeper because you're not, you know, you're not living your life doing whatever you want. You're, you're actually abiding by his laws. Mm -hmm. So it opens you up to being closer, having a closer relationship with the Lord and him actually being able to communicate with you more. So, um, it, it kind of lifts that veil a little bit. Yeah. That's, that veil of evil and sin is lifted because you're, you know, you're living more of a, of a pure lifestyle or life. Um, so he, I'm sorry, I'm kind of babbling here. I'm just kind of trying to find my words as I go. Um, so he, I went to bed that night. I woke up the next day and my entire tooth was gone. Guys, <laughs> my tooth was gone, guys. My tooth was gone. And. There was no drop of blood. There wasn't as much as a drop of blood. And my entire gum was healed. This wasn't possible. It wasn't no, possible. It was like the Lord. I, I want to cry every time I tell this story. Like you guys don't understand how profound it is when you get up one day and you know the God that God has actually healed you or done something that you know had to be God 
There's no other explanation for it. It was like he took his finger and just plucked my tooth out and cauterized the whole gum and healed it completely over. It was as smooth as your gums are if you run your your tongue along your gum above your teeth. And that's it the was, biggest point right there. I mean, you you're talking can't. instantly, Trace. We all know what happens when you have a tooth pulled. You, you've you got a, a hole. There. You've got clotting. Yes. You've got coagulation of blood. I mean, it's yep. just, there's no way. And the pain was completely gone. Yeah. I this mean, had been weeks of, it was just, guys, I'm telling you, God is real. Jesus yeah. is real. The Holy Spirit is real. And the less you sin and the more you try and the more your intent is pure. Yeah, he knows so your intentions. I think he that's knows the biggest part, something. Grace. Intention. Your intention. Yeah. Yeah. You feel it. He literally lives right there inside of you. He is mm. with you. I don't think, I just wish so many could understand, like, that's what I mean by how powerful we are. Right. That we actually have that divine spark within us, when, within us that is a clear connection to him. Right. He is there all the time. We have that power within ourselves. And you do just have to do, it doesn't come easy. You do have to no. do that work and you do have to be there, be in that present moment. And that's the beauty of this world, the duality and sin of it all and everything. But to just start having that relationship 24-7 right. in the present moment, knowing that it's right there within us. I think, I think that maybe that's where it's been hijacked and lost. All oh time. yeah. Well, the, 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 I, I believe, I mean, they always say that the biggest lie the devil ever told was that he wasn't real. Yeah. And I believe that the biggest <laughs> lie that the devil has been passing off now is that you Pretty can, sure I met him. <laughs> yeah. Is that you can sin. Mm -hmm. And live your life however you want and expect to have, you know, a real relationship with the Lord. I mean, it, it just, now I'm wording that wrong because I can't recall exactly how I used to say that. But, you know, he I just, know. I, the problem I have is that the people don't understand that, you know, I do this, this, this podcast <laughs> of kids and dark spirits and stuff like that. I'm doing this so people understand how to protect themselves. Yes. I'm doing this so people understand that there's a true battle going on down here That's that exactly we've been it. foretold about by our God that, you know, we're, we're knee deep in this battle right now or neck deep in this battle. And, you know, we need to know what's going on here. Right. We need to understand that this is connected to God. It's That's connected what I to love about your podcast. That's exactly what I was drawn to you for that. That it is all. This isn't some fluke thing. It's not entertainment, guys. No. We're not here to hear <laughs> horror stories about no. you know the Mothman and and you know Dogman. This is a real battle. We're at war right now. 
it's a war zone down here. It's a supernatural war zone Mm -hmm. where the head of it is Satan and potentially other groups. And then, you know, our God is real. He's alive. And so that's why I'm here. And so I get these people that come on my podcast and say, no, 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 no. You shouldn't believe this. You shouldn't talk about that. Don't do this. Don't do that. I'm like, listen, guys, I'm not claiming to be the expert of all experts, but you don't understand the real true relationship I have with the Lord. Mm -hmm. You don't understand how strong it is and how much our God communicates with me. Okay. I know what I'm doing. I'm on the right path. I know that some of the stuff that I bring up and that I entertain the possibility of, and key word here, guys, is entertain. It doesn't mean because I'm talking to a, a person on one of my podcasts that I believe everything that they're saying just because I'm having a cordial, pleasant conversation about it. Okay. But it does mean that I give things the possibility that this could be real, you know, and this can fit in with God. It can fit in with the Bible. It can fit in with the devil. Okay. It, it, it just, I, I just, I, so I, sometimes I have a hard time with some of these people that come on and they, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, you don't understand what I'm involved in here. You don't understand how much I know. And the, the, the studies I've been doing every single day from morning to night for a decade now, yeah. longer. I mean, ever since I've been, a kid, say, I've been a wait, Christian. That's been going longer for you since yeah. you were yeah. little. From but like, I mean, as far as the day in, day out, from waking up from morning to <laughs> night, sitting with God, all day long, allowing him to take me from one rabbit hole to another, to another rabbit hole, to another, showing me this, showing me that, answering, answering things. I mean, here's another thing that happened to me and I'll get into the, the story about what you were talking about that resembles mine. The one day I was, I asked God, I looked up, I mean, how many people have God answer prayers to this level? And I'm not saying I'm special. It's Mm -hmm. not that. What I believe is that because I sin agonizes me when I, when I sin, it kills me inside to know that I've hurt my God, that I've hurt him. And I've done something that, that, you know, could potentially cause a veil to be put between us. It kills me if I sin and it matters to me. So I believe that, and this is another part of the journey he's had me on, is teaching me how to not sin, mm-hmm. teaching me how to give up sin. It's a process. It's not, you don't just wake up one day and say, oh, I'm going to give up all my sin and walk with God and be a good Christian. It's a, okay, this week I'm going to stop lying. Next week I'm going to stop lying some more. The week after that, I'm going to stop lying and maybe never <laughs> take a swipe a pen at a bank without asking or you know, maybe you know, get a, a grip on my temper more. Like It's an ongoing daily, weekly, monthly, yearly process to learn to give up sin. And you still find yourself, um, especially I would say the one thing that we end, land with 
it after it's all said and done would be dealing with sexual sin, anger, and unforgiveness. Those are going to be the three absolutely hardest things that human beings have got to break. But yeah. you got to learn, take one sin at a time and work at something. Show God you love him. Show, give him back something. Show him he matters to you. Show Jesus his death mattered to you enough to live your life where you're trying to give up sin. Yeah. And when you get to that level, that's when you're going to start really hearing God. So the I one day it totally ties in with loving themselves. Yeah. If you don't love yourself and can forgive yourself, you you know that old saying: if mom's not happy, nobody's happy. If you yeah. aren't right with yourself and you're not right and okay with your own mind and body and soul, then how how are you to, you know, be able to you know to set examples for your children, you know, anybody else around you. Mm -hmm. And I just, that's where I come in with him. I think that might be his number one lesson is to love thyself. And I always taught my kids this, that old saying, treat thy neighbor the way you want to be treated. Oh, treat definitely. other people with kindness. Because You have no idea what kind of day somebody's having. No idea what kind mm -hmm. of life they're having. You yeah. can't. You know, the littlest thing you do to somebody could keep them from committing suicide that day. Yeah, you know, if, if you give smile. them a smile. Yeah, anything. But, you know, God, the, the, the most, one of the number one things I hear about in near-death experiences with people is that the one thing that God wants us all to know to do is to love. Yeah. It, it's, it's about love and forgiveness is what it is. Because yep. most of the things that people do are influenced by demonic or dark spirits or entities. Tracy, you just nailed it. You just nailed it right there. I, I, you, God, you should just name this, this, like, this is actually what's really going on in the spiritual realm. And you walk into your home, how many people have walked into their homes and they were okay, right? They're okay. Mm -hmm. Say you come home from work, whatever. And all of a sudden you're irritated. You're picked up on something. Yeah. I would honest to God say 99% of the time, that is not you. That is it's not. It is a parasite form feeding off of your energy. Right. And, and creating that. And they need that fuel. They That's their food source. That's their source. fuel. It's their that food source. Their fuel. You know how many times I've gotten into a family feud with somebody in my home and within an hour after the fight was done we see spirits we see <laughs> demonic activity hat like chandler calls it the hat man or the tall man is what she calls it oh, um we have we have some, cupboards bang um yeah story about that by the way we have yeah, cupboards okay. bang every single time almost we get into an argument some kind of poltergeist activity starts taking place mm -hmm. in my home. Yep. That's their fuel, guys. Yeah. That's what we're up against. We're not up against each other. The 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 Islam guys that are out killing people and slaughtering and committing murder, those are demons of war yeah. and murder that are taking over these people's bodies and minds. The mothers that kill their children, fathers that murder their family. 
those are de- they're demons. That's not them. Yeah, I heard these stories, Tracy, and we're like, what in the world could possibly ever? You know what I mean? Drive someone, and then you hear their story. It after. does it. it. Yeah, it is. Yeah, they don't remember it. They don't remember it. They have they no recollection. They, they, and really hits home with me. The one with that man in Colorado, um, and his wife and his. She had a. She was. She was pregnant, and the two younger kids. Um, my sister actually oh. worked with her, and it just came home from the Lavelle. Um, uh, you know, would not what would conference they had just had in Arizona, I believe. Yeah, and that had happened, and that I think it just it sits with me because it sits home a little bit. Yeah, and but he, I will, I will never forget his word. I that was not me. I he, yeah, like he could not. Yeah, and and that's just one of how many you know. And what are people doing to? What are we doing? Not we, but the people that are falling victim to this. What is going on that's causing that opening for these entities to get into that level? Right, you know, because they don't know themselves and they're lost too. I mean, we all could say we're lost. I've been yeah. there so many damn times. And and you are, and it just takes, I mean, I don't, even the whole black magic and i'm talking m-a-j-i-k like that there is there is a reason why it's called spells and all of that people don't realize you know the symbolism and and the vibration that your own words can carry and your own thoughts i know and that just goes back it's that's even in the bible too though Brittany. that's that's jesus said that our words have power yes he's it's literal our words have power When you talk negatively about somebody, yeah. every time you talk negatively about a family member, a child of yours, yes. a, a person that lives next door, somebody you ran into the store, you're cursing that person. Yeah. Every yeah. time. And you're bringing it back onto yourself tenfold. That's yeah. That's what people have to realize too, I think. Like, you know, when you do things like that, you're bringing that back. You're really sending it back and opening yourself up to that, you know? It, it's it, just crazy it's stuff in your face um y- y- yeah like one of the things i had started doing a long time ago was listening to music you know nonverbal music just you know symphonic music and things like that and even even just like that like you said one day at a time taking yourself through there and not i'm not going to do this you know, not sin or whatever, but even give yourself the respect that one day you're going to do, like, I'll do one thing for myself today and just take 15, 30 minutes and listen to that and just sit in peace and and start loving yourself and start taking care of yourself. I play, I play music. So far. Oh yeah. That's definitely my thing for sure. That worked really, it works really, really well for me, I think. And just, yeah, all of it. But I had a funny you thing start too. To notice the difference on a daily basis in yourself. You have to stay positive. I have, you know, that that positive vibe that we put out or take in. You know, even yeah. the stuff that we watch, stuff we listen to. You know, you can pick and choose if you're like if you're if you're sick, if you're dealing with sickness. You know, the one thing you should do is, as you're laying in bed, put on some healing Bible verses. 
Yeah, there you go. Put them on low. Sleep to that. Don't mm-hmm. sleep to, you know, horror movies or vampire diaries or, you know, The Walking Dead. You know, go to sleep. Right. you know what I mean? Like, what are you surrounding yourself with when you're sick? Right. And you're trying to heal your body. Right. It's so funny how even, gosh, everything, everything, does anybody wonder why they push that? <laughs> like The agendas, yeah. I yeah. Mean, come on. I know it's, it's, oh, it's just, oh my God, you get into, I have Netflix, you know, I, I have a monthly membership, I yeah. pay for the kids, so they get their cartoon movies and stuff, but my God, it is just trash, 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 I just go buy it, and some of the stuff you hear, the lyrics, the songs that pop up, the movies that come on, I'm just like, this is just sickening, even the, you know, I love, I love all, all genres of music. I mean, there's in any kind of music you can find something you love, you yeah. know, but yeah. almost. I mean, I can't say anything, but but um some of the stuff I'm looking at, even with like K-pop and stuff, uh-huh. holy Satanism, Batman. Uh-huh. Like uh-huh. you're yeah. talking satanic stuff that you it's through the roof. Just with like this that stuff. concert. Well, yeah. Happened. Oh God, you yeah. Know- you saw those kids coming off, and even this one kid hit home. Like it actually choked me up. He was in a, in the vehicle, you know, in the parking lot that night. He was saying how he looked up to him, and he makes music too. And he said that that was that that was demonic. Yeah, there was nothing good. It's a ritual. It was a ritual. It was demonic, and that he had lost every ounce of respect for that. And yep. That you know. And I think there is an awakening happening. People are, even these young kids, they're starting to see, you know, look, this isn't, this doesn't help you. This isn't good. And there is, no. there's even rap music that are, is being produced and like new age groups that are coming out that are actually pretty awesome. They're talking about the rainbow kids and, you know, yeah, I know about that in the Bible and, and, you know, things like that, like an awakening. And, and this one song, I couldn't believe it. I was listening to the other day and I was just like, absolutely. I wanted to scream like, hell yeah. Like bring yeah. it on. Start flipping the narrative. Know thyself. Yeah, I know. Talks in it. And it said, no, know thy soul and know the souls that you came in with. Like, I could not believe it, Tracy, that it, I, I mean, I was proud. I was like, mm-hmm. yes. Start yeah. Flipping it. Start. Yes, like, and it does go back to the universal language of love, and yeah, that's what resides. Yeah, I, right I hope so. I mean, some of the stuff I worry about because they do put spells on yeah. music, you know, so you just don't know if it's if it's like the wolf in sheep's clothing, you know, type yeah, deal. So you got to be careful. Need to, that's remember we were talking about this last time when we were talking how it was weird, like. I had told you it was right before quarantine. I had I had that two part spinal surgery, and then came back and quarantine had happened, and mm-hmm. started ob- almost obsessively diving down these rabbit holes. Like it was, it was in 2018 is when it started, and I just kept going one after another, almost like you're like being guided. And, it's exactly what it is. Yeah, and and even though. 
and I, I, to the point where I caught myself, like, I'm getting disgusted. Like, I'm getting tired of this. I need to give myself a break. I need to go, you know, we go camping and fishing and stuff like that. And then I come back again. But the about it is you do need to be aware of it. You do need to see it because it is real. And that mm-hmm. is, and, and people got to ask themselves, does this really feel like this is in your best interest? Does this really feel like this is what's really going on? You know, yeah, and and go with it. But how are how is anybody going to better themselves or better, you know, their themselves, their language, their knowledge, anything like that, without seeing both sides of the coin? I, I mean, know. if you're a parent and you have two kids that get in trouble or, or you know fighting, don't you don't you listen to both sides before you help guide them in making a better choice? Mm-hmm. I mean that—that's just common sense. I know it all is. this secrecy, all this crap. People have got to ask themselves why. Because it's well, not we're in we're in real we're <laughs> in trouble. I mean, here this country and yeah, the world yeah. itself is. This has gotten escalated into something that's so big that oh, God, it yeah. it's just far. I mean, we this is we're. <sighs> I, I can't even put this into words. It's hard like, to wrap it, your it, brain It's going to take now. God himself at this point. We've given the government too much power. 100%. We've given we've given our power and our rights, and we're just continuing to do so. And it's it's getting to the point where they want world domination, and oh, yeah. it's 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 biblical. It's satanic. It's you know it's we're in trouble here. Right. We're in, in serious trouble here. Remember you that know. saying? I don't remember the verse. I think I think it was a commandment. It was treat thy neighbor like thy king, like yourself. You, you know, treat thy neighbor like you, like yeah, like you yeah, yourself. And, and that is the way it was. That like I think I tr- keep trying to go back to this. It's actually simple. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not all these section 81 law. This crap. No, that is black magic. That is black spell. It is simple. There is never yeah. to be one above another, period. That's exactly no- right. You know, that's that's the part the problem I have is is what what gives one man the right yes. and the power over another man to dictate what that's they what should I'm or should or you know can or can't do. I mean, who who is like I don't the stuff that goes on doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-mm. You know how many people are saying that right now too? Does this really make sense? Even the suggestions and the and the and this information it literally is a war of information, misinformation yeah. too. Because yeah. you're not getting the full picture. You're never gonna get a full answer from any of this three letter agencies, period. You never right. will. I, I have, have a really good so weird. I just remembered something. What I had the most weirdest thing happen to me the other night. Um, my mom's my go-to too. It's so funny because I even texted her. I was shown this image and it was of Putin, um, Vladimir Putin. I don't even know. It was, it was intense and it was, and then I went to sleep and I woke up and I'd had like this in my dream state, which was bizarre to even get into it. it. but it was this full-blown conversation with him. But the moral of what had happened is he had said the time was running out. 
it was so bizarre. I don't know why I just cut you off or why. No, no, that's okay. That's fascinating. You don't know what was, you know, what he was, I mean, did he mean like with the world or? Yeah, with the world. Absolutely. And what was weird is I was in his, well, I have no idea because I've never been in his home, but like a bedroom of like a, a mansion type, you know, like it was very vaulted ceilings and um dark like you know like extravagant woodwork yeah what was nuts is i was sitting on a chair by his bed and he was asleep but he would like his astral form was sitting next to me talking to me that's what was so crazy and he had said i asked him why he was frazzled like he seemed i don't want to say panicked i it Mm -hmm. was it was more um frazzled like like irritated agitated irritated like he was just to me he's always been very cool and calm and collected and and yeah when i saw him like this it was you know very out of character and i asked him what was what i asked him if i could talk to him and then i asked him if he was okay or what was going on and he had literally said time was running out and that he mm. like he had to make a decision and that oh, this world man. has no idea how close we are in the time is running out oh a, a shift and that it was he had a very heavy decision weight and he never told me his decision he had to make either he yeah. had a very heavy decision he had to make that he it was just weighing very heavy on him, but he was more worried that the time was running out. And then as he, I thanked him and then we kind of started laughing and, and joking back and forth. Right. And I said, Oh, well, you're talking to an old soul. And he goes, well, you're talking to an ancient soul and wow. we're joking. Yeah. And I said, do you know your, your soul? And he goes, I'm, I'm getting to learn who I am and I said me too and then I said okay and then that was it like we gave each like a hug in a sense but it was like a half hug yeah I told him to have a good night you know and sweet dreams and then he said something back to me in Russian and I woke up and it was four something in the morning and I went and googled it and by damn Tracy he literally said to me um sweet dreams in Russian you're kidding me, Brittany. No, I'm not. And it so sounds I, like the astral projected or yeah. his soul found there's some kind of connection between you two or you're a beacon. Some Something because I was so, I started blowing my mom's phone up. That's insanely I, awesome. Yeah. I was just like, what? And I, and I don't know Russian for the, no. my back. Hand. I know a like, little I don't bit. know crap. So I was trying to pronounce out what he had said, right? And I was trying to text and pronounce. And then I'll be damned, it pulled right up. And it was right there at the bottom. And it was something that you say in a formal manner to um, an acquaintance, not an acquaintance, a formal manner to a family member or, uh, you know, someone in a formal manner of saying sweet dreams. Wow. Yeah. That is super cool. That really, I like to hear stories about, you know, how people can actually wake up speaking languages and stuff that, you know, saying things that they don't know, you yeah, know, and, or, or getting information. Definitely... 
yeah, getting information in their dream that they had no idea, nothing, no idea oh, about. One hundred percent. That is ha- that's that has been the. Th- I think that's where I reached out to my mom. That had happened to me um, two other times that were so apparent that I had no idea what the word had meant. And and I told my mom this too. I I know for if my soul like if that had not happened, I probably would be questioning what just I had dreamt, right? Like or yeah. what I had done. But the same thing happened um, in another dream. I was dreaming and I was with a sister. I have six sisters and I, um, we were in Utah in that valley. I mean, this is just freaking one of astronomical amounts that have just been happening over the years. But this was a, this wasn't last summer. It was the summer before and Salt Lake, this modern city, it Mm -hmm. wasn't, it wasn't there but we were in a vehicle and we were trying to make it to the top of the Wasatch mountains because there was an earthquake that was happening. But I, in my mind, like I did not understand. And we were in a double cab and the gen- and the gentleman was trying to explain to us. I, I kept asking what's going on, like what is happening? And he scientifically started explaining to me what was happening and it was emulsifying and this and that. And I woke up and I didn't know what that meant. Well, I looked, Googled it, looked it up. And emulsifying is what happens when there's an earthquake and the things start melting. And I just thought, wow. oh, shit. And in my dream, I literally, after he explained that, our, our truck had sunk. Like, we were swallowed and I died. Oh, um, that's not cool, Brittany. I know. I've had, have you ever had a dream where you died? That's I've had two. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I've had some really crazy dreams. Yeah. I had I just think one... it's a connection. Maybe we there's just those that have a a deeper connection to you know that intimate connection to yourself, your soul or knowing that it is we are you know multidimensional spiritual yeah. whatever, you know, because I had um Je- Jesus had um the one you were talking about, the dream you were talking about earlier where you saw Jesus, that, that fascinated me because as I was, I started to tell about, you know, my tooth and, and, um, how close I was, you know, starting to get to, to God at that point, I was just so, so just spending so much time with him every single moment I could was with the Lord, just talking to him, watching things, being shown things. And I remember the one night I went to bed and I asked him, I said, I want to see you. And I said, I know that, you know, people aren't as blessed if they, if they need to see you to verify it. you. I said, but this isn't, that's not why I want to see you. I want to see you because I love you and I just want to see you. I just would like to hug you or just to see you, you know? Uh And um, I was in dream state and I remember (laughs) the next morning I woke up right before I woke up. I'm sorry. It's, it always happens to me right before I'm waking up. Totally. And that's, that's dream state. And, um, he, I, I was laying there on my bed and <clears throat> excuse me. I, um, the sky was all blue in my dream state. It was like beautiful blue. That's interesting. And that's how it was with me. The sky was, was this piercing blue. <clears throat> yeah. It was this beautiful blue. Yeah. And, he just moved forward. It was like, it was just this beautiful blue sky. 
And then you knew that he just moved forward. And he he was standing there in the most beautiful, like, it was like a robe, like like a cape. Yeah, It almost reminded you of something like the Pope would wear or something. Like, it was yeah. like that, you know, this beautiful robe that was like ivory white with diamonds all over it. And this, the thing that got me about the dream was the staff. He was holding a staff. Oh, and- my gosh. Tracy, he was holding <laughs> a staff, too. When yeah, and I thought that spear. was... Yeah, but mine, it was like the staff was also covered in diamonds and like ivory white. Wow. It was beautiful. It was like a rod. It was gold and ivory and and like almost not like a little bit whiter than ivory, but it wasn't white. And it was covered in diamonds. And he had on this crown that was just magnificent that had diamonds all over it. It was gold. And his hair was to his shoulder. Yeah, right at the end of his neck, it seemed like, and it was like sunbeamed. It was like brownish, sandy brown. Yes, with um, almost like a blondish brown, but it but you knew that the, the reason you thought it had blondish of a lighter look to it was because there was this ray of light. Yeah, like, like it was hit from... by the yeah exactly like it was being hit by light. You know, like yeah. that it was this you know, like the way people might look when they've had, you know, highlights in a sense, but obviously not, but that's the way it was looking. Yeah. It was dark brown hair. No, it it didn't look it. It was sandy, sandy brown. And it's funny because that heaven is for real testimony. The, The two kids from two different parts of the world said his hair was like a sandy brown. It was like a light, like a brown. Yeah. It's, if you see the picture, look up a cayenne, it's A-K-I-A-N-E. Her real depiction of she was a Russian girl that was raised oh, that in an girl, atheist that family. young girl, huh, that painted yeah. him. She painted his real face. And then Colton Burpo, as a three-year-old, was stunned when he saw her painting because his dad had been consistently trying to say, is this what Jesus looks like? Is this his face? And he was like, no, the nose is wrong. The eyes are wrong. The hair is wrong. And then he stopped dead when he saw her picture. And she said that he said, that's him. That's, that's Jesus. Wow. But his picture, I have it hanging in my bedroom right now. His hair is Sandy Brown. That's so cool. But it's but in this in this when he showed me himself, he it looked even lighter because it was lit up. It was light. It was light all around him. And he had beautiful eyes and he had this really a beard and a mustache, but it was very cropped. It was very very clean cut. Yeah, and it was short. that's, That's that's how I saw it too. And he just stood there and he looked at me and then I don't remember if he moved back. I think he did. I think he moved back and it became the sky again. And I woke right up and I remember the humor that wasn't lost on me about the situation was I asked you for, to see you. I didn't ask to speak to you Yeah, because he yeah. was completely quiet. And right. I, 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 I thought, you know, there was like, you know, irony to it that that was kind of, kind of cute in a way that, yeah, that yeah. that's how technical he is about things that's interesting because you know? I got that feeling when I was saying like it was so nonchalant 
and I don't I don't know who was with me, but it was a girl. I do know that's who was with me on the right side. Yeah. And it was and it and like I at first I thought it was a woman and and non we're like who's that woman? Like who would nonchalantly you see a woman coming through the clouds, right? Like but yeah. it was so nonchalantly and oh it's Jesus and it was and and he looked at us and smiled and it was there was a a very humorous but genuine like lightness to it like you know everything is so dead serious here in this world right this realm like everything it would no there was humor to it it was him he he carried it was I don't know I I don't know how to explain it and I know exactly what you're talking about with talking with them every day because I learned that when I was younger I placed a little girl for adoption and my grandpa had talked to me about this about you don't have to pray you know what I mean? like you can speak with them ev- whenever ah. you want you know like right. and that opened a big door for me and I just thank him for that one of those synchronicity moments in my life and when I placed her I had something like incredibly magic happen that just the veil opened um 100% because I, I was the only one that could hear it but it was the my grandmother told me it was the heavenly choir and I think it's more of that 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 harm that harmonic music you hear that people talk about you know or whatever this was 20 some years ago too and mm-hmm. I thought they were playing a radio like I thought the radio was on and then I actually thought there was maybe women, you know, at the other end hallway, like singing to somebody, but it was, it, nobody was there. And I just heard it. And I, and at that time I was reading the Bible because I, you know, I'm, I was reading it all trying to figure out and be guided on what the right thing was to do. And Mm -hmm. that was my, you know, my blessing and my gift, my confirmation that I did make the right decision. And Right. It was the divine just following that knowing within myself that this was it. But that was, yeah, it's when I would chat with him and even still now to this day, even when I was younger, I always had imaginary friends, you know, there, Me was, too. there was always lightness yeah. and humor to it. Yeah. It's not this you're going to hell, you know, and I know, you know, I know. Yeah, right. It, and I think maybe that's what needs to be dispersed more. That you know, yeah, just- it's it's he's you know, that's the one thing he's taught me. He's like, you know, you don't have to get down on your knee and have a formal prayer with me every mm-hmm. conversation because what that does is it becomes a job. It becomes a burden. Yep. People don't want yes. to go through this ritual to be, have this close relationship with their God. They want to just have a flowing, normal. He's your dad. It's, it's your savior. It's your father. And he wants you to just talk to him. Do you know how many times I talk to God when I'm in the tub or sitting on the toilet? Yeah. yeah. You know? My does dad it ever come back God. like funny? Like you get these. Yeah, I'll, I'll say stuff to him. Right, it's not you answering yourself. It's this no. knowing. No, I just I just look at him. I'm like, I am so sorry, mm. Jesus, and I'm sitting on the toilet again talking to you like I yeah. always am, you know. But it's it's there like is something I, about the bathroom. <laughs> I, I don't know that. what it is, but every time I'm in the bathroom, that's like my time with God. Yep. And my I told my dad the one day, my I am so much like my dad, and he yeah. 
he started laughing. He goes, well, guess what? I said, what? He goes, I keep a Bible in the back of my toilet. That's where I sit and read it. And I started laughing. I said, I don't know what it is. I'll be in the tub crying, screaming at God, saying this isn't fair. I don't understand it. How could you do this to us? Like, you know, I go off on these tangents with him and I get all angry. And then I'll be like crying later. Good. I love you. I'm so sorry. I, you know, forgive me for getting upset with you. I just don't understand. I need answers and you know you're not giving them fast enough and i'm sick of this disappearing act of yours and you're constantly invisible and i know you're there but yet you know it's like this game that has to be played and i'm like i don't understand why and you know you know mm. i believe in you and why do we got to go through all these weird personalities and you know like i don't i just oh my gosh we have the funniest relationship like he just like i mean i'm either screaming at him or crying or laughing with him or you know or he's showing me like he just but that's what i mean like like i have a true walk with the lord like it is a true honest to god 100 genuine relationship with the lord yeah. you know and, and i don't need advice on god i will get that from god himself Right. You know, that, you said it right there. Like where you're saying, you know, earlier, it might work for you, you know, might not work for the next person or whatever, right. but it all comes within. We're all unique, right? We're all, we all have this a image and we're yeah. all imperfect. So what works for one, you know, might not be for the next, but it all comes from within. Right. And it, it's yeah, well, like, you know, to me, for me, it comes from the Lord. Like I, yeah, he's a part of me. I'm a, I'm a part of him. And I, yep. you know, That's I what just, I, mean, I think like more. there's a connection between yep. you with God. Like there's a link, you know, we're, we're part of him. We're part of yep. his body. We we're part of his heart. He loves us. You know, he loves us enough that he, you know, you had a, a young, beautiful, healthy, capable man that, that gave up his life willingly to be tortured not just crucified but before the crucifixion he was absolutely tortured and beaten and belittled and and you know hung on a cross he did this willingly you know he didn't have to do this for us there was no requirement that said that jesus had to die you know that he had to save us he chose to do this for us and the least we can do is show him something back, you know, and, mm -hmm. and it's all people can do to pray, you know, they, they can, they can barely, you know, muster a few words to him, but once a week, you know, and this isn't even about going to church. No, this is not at all about that's, going to that's church. the other thing that's always bothered me. I don't think no. that that's what was meant to be. It It's supposed to be, with us 24 7 we right. don't need to churches go to a church and and never ever should we have ever been put under you know a bishop pope you know whatever right well i'm not catholic but yeah pastor, you know, whatever i mean and i don't even know the religion that much so i mean i'm just saying i think it was that's our 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 own conversation with him that's what I do. I mean, I get on, I love David Wilkerson. He's dead now. He is one of my absolute all-time favorite pastors. Yeah. Um, him, Ravi Zacharias was amazing. He just died uh, just last year. 
Um, you know, Alistair Begg is good. James McDonald. These are people that, you know, I love to, they're just great pastors. I'm not saying they're flawless. I'm mm -hmm. not saying they're not going to say things that tick people off. You are not going to listen to any one podcast or leader in any way or person of influence that you enjoy listening to, and they're not going to tick you off a time or two. It's just not possible. We all have different viewpoints and there might be things that are coming up in their life that you've never been witness or privy to that, you know, you don't have, you don't share the same uh, belief or experience. I mean, life is about experiences for us. And that's what leads us ultimately into believing what we believe religiously, politically, all of it. It's because of what we've seen and heard and how we've been raised, mm -hmm. you know, so, and everybody has different stories. And that's what leads them to become the people that they are with the belief system they have, you know, so, or lack of, but, you know, I've had just some, just amazing things with the Lord. And, um, it's just been amazing. You know, the other day it was really cute. Just, just <laughs> two nights ago, two nights ago or last night, my son got sick with me. He, he finally got his fever and, I made him lay with me. I said, you got to sleep with me because I want to make sure you're okay. I want to take care of you. And I don't want you taking the steps after my episode on steps. Yeah. So he, he's 16. We're extremely close. He, you know, he'll go up, get his jammies, you know, cuddle up with me, you know, and we watch movies. We're just, I have a very close, uh, very close relationship with my kids, whether yeah. they're adults, you know, I'll, I'll be sitting in my car with my 35 year old son and hold his hand. Like we yeah. are very close. We're close, you know? And so Tristan was laying there and he said, we were just talking about our fever, about how freezing I was and you know, that I needed his warmth, that I needed his warmth to stay, um, to stay warm myself. Cause I was shivering. And this was when I had my fever of 104, so right. this, the night before Tristan had his fever, I, that's when um, he was getting sick, but his fever hadn't kicked in yet. And I, I was like, you know, will you just lay with me so I get warm? So he did. And so we're laying there and he turns this Bible verse on. I said, I gave him the remote. I said, turn it to anything you want. He turns, I am not kidding, Brittany. He turns it to the Bible verse of Solomon having a fever. I, this makes me, this stuff makes me want to cry. Wow. Solomon had a fever and called for a fair maiden to sent for one to come in and lay with him to get warm because they couldn't get him warm. Oh, wow. And I looked at Tristan and I said, that right there, out of all the things you could have clicked on, Anything in the world, in the whole Bible, you could have, you know, clicked on, on a Bible verse. That is the first thing that popped up that went immediately into this. I said, that was God letting us know he's here. Yeah. I was like, that was amazing. The confirmations that I get from the Lord are mind-bending. They're mind-bending. so beautiful. It's beautiful. It's like, I was going to tell you the, the story I was walking out of the, I, I asked Jesus one day, I said, I need to understand whether you want me to practice the Sabbath on Sunday or on Saturday. The true Sabbath is on Saturday. Right. Constantine 
had changed it to honor the sun god, which now all these Christians across the world are doing. They're mm-hmm. all walking, you know, full throttle into practicing the Sabbath on Sunday. Sunday is not the true Sabbath. Sunday is actually, and I'm not a Seventh-day Adventist. I do have friends that are. Um, but Sunday is the first day of the week. Saturday is the seventh day of the week. That's mm-hmm. a well-known fact. Well-known fact, Constantine had changed it. And I said to God, I said, do you want me? Because I don't go to church, but I, I will sit and I have such, I, I do so much with God. It's to the point where I don't even need to practice a lot of anything because I'm constantly practicing, constantly learning, constantly listening to uh, sermons, pastors, mm-hmm. everything, you know? And so I like, I said, well, you know, I'd like to get together with like Tristan and, you know, maybe Tressa and some of the other kids and, you know, sit down in the morning and have breakfast and listen to a sermon. Do you want me to do this on Saturday or Sunday? Right. And three days later, of course it was three days. God had sent me a dream in dream state. I woke up and I heard God saying to me, Friday and Saturday. I was getting Friday, but also hearing Saturday as well. Okay. And I was like, okay, God. Okay, the question was, do you want me to practice? What day do you want me to practice the Sabbath? And I gave you a multiple choice question here. Was it Saturday or Sunday? And I wake up to you telling me, I'm hearing God as I'm waking up, telling me Saturday and something about Friday. And I'm like, I am so confused at this point, right? right. So, that I don't know, a couple days later, I'm in my bedroom and this thing comes on YouTube. And I had been for two days, three days asking God to please clarify this. I said, you're going to have to clarify this because I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh-huh. I know nothing about the Jewish faith, okay? Uh-huh. Very little. This thing comes on about the Jewish faith on YouTube about the, their their normal, typical life. And it was something that was very dull drum. It was very kind of long and drawn out and kind of boring. But, and, you know, I tend to watch so much stuff though, but I thought I don't, I would never typically watch this ever. Right, right. So I'm sitting there watching this and I get up to go to the bathroom and I think, well, I'm going to turn it off and, um, I mean, pause it and I'm going to go to the bathroom, come back and listen to the rest of it because I found myself a bit intrigued with it, but not very, a little bit, but um, anything with Jesus though and his lifestyle was, you know, it's intriguing to me. So I, so I thought, well, I'll just let it play out. Who cares? It's just kind of, you know, it's just kind of a thing. I'm probably going to change it anyway. So I get up and I go to walk out of the bedroom. And as I'm, I hit the door, I hear from sundown Friday to sundown Saturday is when the Jewish people practice their Sabbath. Oh, wow. And I, my, I'm tearing up my, I whip my head around and I looked at this in disbelief. My jaw dropped and I looked up and I was like, Jesus, you just answered me. And it was, it was really profound. It was just like, wow. That's so awesome. that was my answer that I believe that 
from sundown Friday, whether you're Jewish or not, till sundown Saturday is when you honor the Sabbath. That's when he wants us to honor it. So, yeah, that's interesting because when I was younger growing up, and of course, you know, Sunday you would go to church um, for three hours, right? Yeah. And, I, and this was something that I just, within myself, if that makes sense, that it was Saturday, like growing up, that was the day that we would all do chores. Does that make sense? And clean the house and stuff. And then Sunday was our day of don't do anything. Right. But deep inside, I always felt, no, I that's backwards. Saturday would be more of the day of like, just, you know, relax, I guess, for me. And yeah, like it, that, I guess I'm just saying that kind of goes back to like that divine knowing within yourself yes, or whatever, because that's how I felt. Yeah. I always felt like we had it wrong. We were words or something, if that makes sense. And I didn't. Well, it goes, yeah, and everything being corrupted and twisted yeah. and, you know, changed. And, you know, this agenda of, making sure we're as sick and as weak and as helpless and as uninformed and as controlled as they possibly can get. They soak every ounce and bit of spark and life and good out of us they can get. And it just is continuing, you know? And I mean, they, I mean, Satan and his crew, whether the ETs are part of Satan, which I, I, for me, I believe God told me that the ETs were demons, that they were they were of the of the dark realm, that they're not, you know, they're not good. You know, yeah. so that's what I was told by God. I I heard him tell me as I was never had never in a million years thought that that was even a possibility. I just thought maybe God made another, you know, form of life. That, that, that these were maybe other creatures or whatever, that there were other life forms. And then one day I just stopped cold in my tracks and heard God say, Tracy, they're, they're demons. Huh. Okay. Wow. Like, wow. That's interesting. Yeah. And so I have people that come on the show that friends of mine, even that are like, well, some are good, some are bad. That may be, I'm not going to, I'm not a know it all. I can't say that. Mm-hmm. I can't there and say that every Sasquatch is going to hell and they're all cursed and they're all an abomination and they're all bad. I don't know that. I'm not God. I know what Me neither. You know, I know what we've been taught to believe. It right. doesn't mean that it's right. But did I ever tell you what they had told me when I first saw them? I don't know. One in our the one um now, I'm just bringing this up because this is so ironic that this is what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, the first time I ever had seen one, it 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 appeared, right? Like, I, I saw, like, it was, I saw these golden, or, you know, when you, remember the old sparklers we used to have, like, growing yeah. up, the little ones? I, the orangish gold hue that comes off that's what I saw and it caught my eye and I followed it like with my eye I was in my vehicle and it went right into the trees and then um then I kind of thought wow that was strange and then um 
all of a sudden this form started um forming right behind the these trees like it kind of just was coming in and out i guess mm-hmm. and then um i then it walked over the snowbank and i was sitting there and you know when you first take off in a plane how your head feels cuz you know they pressurize the plane and stuff yeah. to kind of feel yeah. a little heavy yeah. that had happened and what's so funny is I know this was not me because I where the heck would this come from but he it, and it was a male he said we're not all bad and I remember thinking to myself I was like kind of shook for a sec like shocked in a sense and I was like and I even said out loud, well, we're not all bad either. <laughs> like, exactly. what do you think of that, right? Right. And that was it. That that was the only thing I got that first time or whatever. So, you're, I mean, to be honest, I have no idea. I have no idea what they are or what. But then the second time, I was told, um, we are just like you. That's all I got. Mm-hmm. So the Sasquatch say they're they're they come from the star people is what they call them, mm-hmm. which are potentially you know the aliens and they are potentially they're potentially could be you know good aliens good bad I I, I mean Brittany we don't know and it's yeah I know how how would people we know? that come on and they say well red eyes you know they smell there's a sense of impending doom okay how about potentially that particular Bigfoot is an evil one. How about potentially, like think about the Bigfoot that saved people from car accidents. Exactly. That pulled people out of car wrecks that have, you know, helped people that have helped heal people that have. So how do we have the answers to this? How can you honestly come on and say, you know, because there's one Bigfoot that, somebody has seen or even multiple sightings all across the world where they smell like death and they've got red eyes and they've got, you know, uh, a sense of impending doom. Right. Then that's a bad Bigfoot. That's something that's telling you that you're in the presence of evil because these things have higher, um, or, you know, they have, uh, different abilities than we do. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, literally. So maybe your angel that walks with you or God, is telling you that this is a bad one, get away. It mm-hmm. doesn't mean the entire race is evil. It doesn't mean that they're all going to hell or that they were created by something evil. I mean, technically, everything is God's. Everything exactly. that's created is God's because See, God has created also. the angels. God created Lucifer. He created, you know, the watchers. And then if they create, it still goes back to God. So right. God can choose what he decides to do with these beings. So say that the Bigfoot are created in their, you know, what we would consider an abomination or what we believe is an abomination to God. Yes, they could be an abomination, but God also judges on intent. There could be, you know, the chance that God sees because God does change. Like it says in the Bible, he's never, he doesn't ever change. That's, that's not necessarily to be taken that God doesn't regret, God doesn't grow, God, God doesn't learn, okay? Because he has, there's been, there's been accounts in the Bible where he's repented and he flooded the earth and he's, you know, he's had times where he changed his mind or he's, so that's a saying that isn't necessarily 
in my opinion, accurate. So he could see a, 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 that these Bigfoot that were created, that there are some that are really kind, they're very loving, they're very good. Mm-hmm. There's a potential he does adopt them into his kingdom and allows them to be in communion with him. We don't know. We right. don't know. And for anybody to run around and act as an expert, it's ludicrous. Exactly. It's ludicrous. But don't focus on that then. If it's if it's a topic that you find offensive or you find too controversial or goes against your belief system, instead of saying, no, this isn't that way, just focus on something else that you can really connect with. That's what I do. I don't I don't allow something to drive me nuts no, to try to figure something out me. that I yeah, you can't if you can't figure something out and you know you're not gonna get the answer then move on to something else that's more productive for yourself. Right. It'll, that's you know? where I'm at. Like, it'll all come in good time. I'll be given the answer and I'll figure it, it out when I need to. Hopefully, you know, hopefully we'll get the answer. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the way I, but, it, I do wonder too, if, um, you know, you think of like the elementals and fairies and things like that. That's what first started those were the energy forms I first started seeing and stuff. And then I was just going to ask you about that. I was going to ask you to, to just give me a couple of those stories. Brittany has a lot of stuff to talk about too. She's got many stories and we, for some reason tonight, I feel that the Lord kind of walked into this conversation in this episode and decided that today was going to be dedicated to him. definitely we definitely went there didn't we right and which mostly i think is probably the reason why we have not been disconnected a million times isn't that funny yeah Mm -hmm. no we're always disconnected and today we weren't but just give me a you know give me a story or two and i'll have you on again because i you know there's so much to talk about but give me a give me a story about some fairies let's see okay so when i first started well, it wasn't when I first started because I seen it when um, when I was younger, energy, right? And white light and stuff. Mm-hmm. But as a child, it scared, things scared me. And so I had blocked it out is what had happened. And I've always had this thing, you know, just knowing things about people or, you know, even getting like images and, and, ta- and instantly along with the image, I get the feeling, you know, from someone like if, you know, say I meet my kid, one of my, you know, girls as friends, it's almost like I get this download, download. information. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I'm the same way. Pat McRae, yep. Robin's husband's the same way. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I just, and, and it's, and I know, I mean, how would I, where does that come from? Right. Like I'm not, I yeah, don't so, know. I get it too. Yeah. And so, um, I, it started coming back. Well, uh, honestly, I had an MRI is what happened. And when I had the MRI after that, things just started coming back and like, it, it did something to me. That's what was, it, it was just phenomenal. It was bizarre, but phenomenal. And you don't have so, a lesion on your brain anywhere. Do you? Um, Ooh, I do not know that for sure. Okay, I just wonder because I have a lesion they found on my brain on the right side, and they say they're highly connected to people with um, high psychic ability. That's interesting. Yeah, it's weird. Go ahead, though. Yep. So um, I started seeing the energy again, and the best way I describe it is what I see is 
between, you know, the spaces between spaces. So like the, you know, between the me and the chair, I see that and it, and it almost looks like I, I could say like the air moves, you know, right. It'll be different colors. Sometimes a lot of times I just see the white and a lot of times I see gold. Um, and then you read auras too. You read auras. I I can tell that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so I, um, one morning I, in the beginning of this, um, it was like 2017. Yeah. 2017, 2018. I, it was in the morning. And what was funny is the night before I'd walked my nephew home and I was talking to him about angels, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and on my way home uh, along the, um, power lines, I thought what I was, was seeing was like these big winged being things. Right. But I, it's the air, it's the outline of um, the motion. And I thought, wow, okay. Oh, geez. So the next morning I wake up and I come outside and I let my dogs out and I look up and there is 12. They're, they're not little. They were huge beings that were right in a full circle above me and like I'm on the ground in the you know in the middle basically of them and they were all just right there above me and I was over filled with I could feel the energy flowing from above my skull through my feet through the ground and just this immense loving just feeling it was just words can't describe it and describe the entities like in detail more like so how i first was seeing them what was crazy is i thought i was also seeing what looked like dragons but they were white and golden shock me yep float you know going in around like energy like flowing in and around and I saw they each one of them had like a different type of crown on their head, but it was a part of their body, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Okay. And um they and what's crazy is after that day, um they were I we would be dry like on our way to, you know, go up to our cabin like on a boat ride or whatever, you know, on the trip. And I would always I've always done this. I always say just a prayer in my head. Like just, I always ask for a blessing and protection and, you know, get us to and from safe and make good memories and stuff. And I would see them flying along with us along the road and stuff. I mean, it was crazy. And we, one, right after this had happened, I was sitting in the garage and I kept seeing this light, this white light that turned into like this, hint of bluish purple and I walked over to it and I was staring at it and all of a sudden it formed hexagons and you know the old tile flooring when you're younger like the 90s they were all hexagons yeah and they were connecting each other and I could see them and I lit and I was literally watching them build one on top of another um in a in this making this huge circular hole 
in the ceiling of my garage. I mean, That's it was crazy. And I thought, I'll be damned. Like, what, what is, does this mean? Like, what is going on? Mortal and I kept asking myself that, like, what, who, what am I seeing? Because in my mind, like, I want to go to fairies or elementals, but then I'm going angels. Like, what is this 12 and stuff? So one, one, t- one morning I woke up and I woke up because I was, before I woke up, like dream state. I had walked back out onto my porch and um, I heard this thing hit the, like hit the roof, like thunk and a little bit of bells like jingling. Yeah. And I looked up and it was this element, this little fairy and she was all green, right? Like a really pretty green and she had bells on her. She literally had like little trinket bells attached to her everywhere, like trinkets. And she had a crown as well, but the crown was a part of her body and it was green as well. I'll send you, a, you know, because I drew a picture of her and I drew a picture of another one that I see. Please do, Britt. Let me, let me send them to me as soon as you yeah. can. Yeah, I will. And I just thought, and it was so sweet and cute. Like she just smiled at me and waved and was like, I'm right here. And that was that. Oh. And then another time I'd seen one that had this, that was almost all orange, like a yellowish, more on the yellow orange side. Yeah. It was beautiful. And he was poking out around the um, shed around this plant. And he, there's gotta be something to this. He had a crown as well. That was still a part of his body. Um, Maybe the dragons are, are no, are the dragons, were they part of the the fairy sightings too? Uh, well, yeah, they were. Yeah, when I when I saw those twelve above me, that's where the drag. I seen them flowing, and this this went on for months, every single day. Um, wow. it, it it, and they have a the best way. They have a pearlescent, like a pearl, right? White, a pearlescent, yeah. golden hue to them, in light formation. And it was, it, it was the most intense, like, beautiful thing that you could ever see. And it was so, to the point, I'm like, if anybody else was out here, they, it wasn't like this is just, you know, a form of error. No, yeah, I'm talking yeah. full-blown, you know, physical form right there that you just cannot deny and it was it was incredible. And as how, same how with how tall were they? Like oh how my big, gosh, Tracy, like two, fifteen 12. feet tall. Yes, I was gonna say twelve inches. Okay. Yeah, and the the little one that I saw in my dream, she was tiny. She was small, oh. and I kind of have a little bit of maybe wondering when they come into form, like maybe on this on this realm, is it easier for them to? be smaller because it's got to be hard you go from a higher vibration a higher realm coming into spirit you know from a spirit form to this realm yeah it's got to mean something just same thing with the when i'd seen those rods of lights with the sasquatch um i got that this smell um that reminds i grew up in utah and every time a storm would come in you you smell this sulfuric smell that comes off the great salt lake yeah. And I'd seen these rod, rod lights bouncing through the trees. And it wasn't like 
you know, you see an energy form. I mean, they were right there. If anybody else were right, they would have seen them too. My dogs watched it. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But a fog had come down and that smell. And all the years I've lived here in Alaska, never once have I ever smelt that smell ever here. And I don't know if that happens when possibly moving to between dimensions you know worlds or what because i don't know it is odd it's a that's all fair expense. <laughs> yeah right you know, associated with with the devil but um you know yeah, i and it and wasn't then, that's what was weird it wasn't like a, a bad you know where you hear people describe that right yeah that's not what it that's not what it was at all um it wasn't it really reminded me of the great salt lake yeah like this oh yeah like like a nor almost like a more moderate yeah 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 Yeah, it wasn't like a this i mean and they don't all smell either brit they like there's people that because the other one didn't either yeah yeah you're right that's what i mean like maybe you know the ones that do smell maybe they have more of a sinister um Mm -hmm. you know thing going on or or you know i don't know i kind of want i I kind of like like how you hear those stories too. Is there are they picking up on maybe certain people's energies, right? Like are they projecting yeah. that, or you're right, or is it that? Like are they coming from the more sinister side of things? Because yeah, because uh, you think they would all smell, they would all right. You know, and no, I mean, they didn't. The, the first, not at all. In fact, right. I'm going to be honest. I felt euphoric, Tracy. I liked what I was feeling. It was, biz- I wanted him to come back. That's what was nuts. Crazy, isn't it? That See, that worries me because, you know, they can, they've got these abilities to hypnotize people and stuff, but I, um, but you don't know. I mean, maybe you just, yeah. maybe just a friendly one. I mean, I don't, right. I don't know. And that's what I mean, happened too. It was me, me like start laughing back and was like, well, we're not all bad either. And he just nodded yeah. and turned. And walked away and went through the trees and completely disappeared. Yeah. Right into a portal. Yep. And everybody that talks about this stuff is, we're the crazy ones. Yeah. No. I love that one story. It's so Skid- projected. Like Skidwalker Ranch cracks me up. The new owner that bought Skidwalker oh, Ranch. Oh, God, Brandon. Yeah. Dude, yeah, but he, he, they said he bought the place because he was just <laughs> intrigued and you know, that the deal was when he bought it, he didn't have the same contract that he wasn't allowed to dig because the previous owner was never allowed to dig certain feet into the ground. And everybody was like, why? Right. You know, what's, what's the deal with that? So this new guy buys it and he's outside on his porch holding his cup of coffee. <laughs> and he's just standing there looking around at his beautiful property that's probably, you know, half you know, like he, he just bought Looneyville, basically, and yep. he's holding his cup of coffee, and he said, he just looking off into the distance, thinking about how beautiful the day was. He goes, and one minute, it's just sky, like where you're looking out, looking at trees and the ground and the pretty, you know, like like grass, all stuff. He goes, and just in the smack in the middle of his view, opens up this, like, window, and yep. out walks this Bigfoot. He turns around, he shuts the, the the portal, and he just walks off. He, he See? Sailor like, drinking his coffee like, yeah, he's wow. drinking his coffee like, yeah. this is just norm. 
yeah, this is the norm. And, and see, and that's what, with people that are dealing with these sightings, I mean, you get desensitized. It becomes you your norm. You kind of do, right, Tracy? Yeah. I mean, after the, so much, so much has happened that I know that I kind of catch myself, like, where I'm like, I know this sounds crazy or whatever, but it just, it is, I can't, I know. I can't deny what I saw and I can't, and no. I just, you know, it, it's turned into the, I mean, really dream why we now? need each other <laughs> yeah yeah oh Literally. god you and know the one where they just i had the dream of them that was bizarre because I literally woke up. I thought my cat was on my bed purring, and we have a ragdoll yeah. Siamese cat. He was—he wasn't there. He wasn't even on the top floor with me. He was on the other end of oh our home. God. We have a thirty-three square foot home. He wasn't even in remote area. And then, as I heard this noise again, that's what was so bizarre. Is it was—I don't want to say growl because it was more of a purr, hum, uh, humming noise. That yeah. I instantly fell asleep. And when I fell asleep, this is where I felt like I was vacuum, like suctioned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and next thing mm-hmm. I know, I'm with a mom and a daughter, Sasquatch, and they're showing me where they live. They're showing me where they lie down and we're showing me different types of yeah. forms of wood and trinkets and sticks and plants that they uh-huh. use. That's cool. I mean, that's that's cool. I mean, honestly, if it it's turned just, out well. Yeah, I mean, at least it was that right. Exactly. Like that. But that was that that yeah. one that has still stuck with me. I'm not going to lie. Like I still. Well, yeah. I'm, like, um, what is that mean? You know, like what, you, you what need to you start a journal for us? me. You need to get a journal around and write down every experience you've had and. I have to add this because this is my life. All the experiences you're going to have and keep track of them. So when you're back on with me, you know, yeah, we cover yeah. all of them. Okay. You know? I will for sure. I have been jotting those down. It's funny that happened with the other one the other day with Putin. That was very, that's very that's bizarre not, because that one, that's cool. And that's usually how it goes too. Yeah. Out of nowhere, yeah. I'm, take just you know overly hit with something and i can feel it i can smell it i can tell you what the where the bookshelves were in his room when that i should amazing they even have a picture of his home yeah that's crazy yeah that would be neat that you the fairies that you were talking about were that was that were those sightings with the dragons and the fairies were they in alaska yep they were figures, yep. yeah, that's Brittany, by the way, just to reiterate this, she lives in Alaska. So. <laughs> I do. <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, the crazy I, I woman live. lives in Alaska or that. No, not you're a crazy woman that you're crazy to live in Alaska, but it, yeah, it for sure. sounds, I want to go to Alaska. I want to come visit. So oh, you should come up here. Know, I would love to take up. you guys. We could go up to our cabin for a weekend. You would Aww. just have a blast. Oh yeah, sure. Well, I'll bring, I'll bring Robin with me. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, and then maybe Robin can can communicate with the yeah. screaming howling thing and let yeah. me know what the heck you want. You know what was weird is did I tell you what happened the night before? We were on a sandbar across the street or mm-hmm. the street, excuse me, across the river, mm-hmm. and a bird was whistling, and it was a bird I'd never heard before. And so I kept whistling back so much. This went on for like 20, 30 minutes. 
And even my sister started laughing. She goes, are you guys having your own conversation? And I guess I guess so. And oh, then, no. yeah, that was at like 1130. I mean, don't get me wrong. It doesn't get dark here. So it was still light out. Like it will get dusk and dawn and then the yeah. sun comes back up. But um, I remember hearing um, some a story from the elders or some knowledge from them saying to, you know, be careful when you're whistling, you know, in the woods and stuff at night or whatever. It wasn't night. Oh, yeah. But we don't get nighttime so much here. But it was just ironic that that had happened. And then the very next morning, that thing was screaming. And I mean, you could feel its footsteps vibrating on the ground. You, You could feel it. It was like two vocal cords together with this high pitch howl roar that was just Sounds like a and dog. I never felt afraid until the third one and I looked and my dog was literally on top of my feet. Oh. And it was oh, and I remember I was like, Oh my gosh, put her you know, put her in the cabin. Yeah. But it was just and it walked it it, it did it seven times. It walked towards us and then walked literally as if it followed the slew um back and like it was i didn't feel like it was it, i didn't feel threatened but i felt like it was pissed if that makes yeah, sense yeah well yeah, so. we got, if you guys have any questions too uh sometimes when we get into talks we kind of go off you know topic yeah. a bit and we we don't finish maybe a thought sometimes so if there's anything we say here and anybody has any questions and you need us to you know go back in and answer anything just just put comments up or you know message me and and i'll i'll let you know you know if there's anything we didn't complete i'll but, send you my drawings of the fairies yes yeah, send me the drawings i want to see those we should get yeah. off it's it's getting we've been on um pretty long i don't want to go too long here but i definitely want to have you on again Sounds um, like a plan i know it might take a while because of our schedules are always crazy but yeah um, the really cool thing. Do you know who Vic Cundiff is? From no, he's from a show called Dogman Encounters. Oh, wait, what was his name? Vic Cundiff. Uh, no, huh? I don't. Yeah, he's he's got a really great show, but he's huh. he might be coming on my show, and oh, cool. Vic doesn't go on people's shows, so this is really cool because he's very elusive and nobody really knows anything about him. Um we have to still get together and decide, you know, what we're going to do, but he wants me on his show as well. So he had a pretty cool show. Um, and I'm excited about that. He messaged me last night. So I was happy about that, but it's, it's pretty cool. Exciting. You just get more and more doors that keep opening and opening up for you. Every turn you make the truth, more and more doors open up. It's just the most amazing thing. It's gotta be, there's got there's a reason for this. There's got to be a higher power at Absolutely. work here that's connecting. What you know, Robin and I have talked about people potentially for the great battle to be evolved of you know helping one another and and uh, I think so. this whole thing that's going on here. So ooh, I'll have to when we get done. I'll have you have to remind me of something. I got to tell you someone who messaged me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Speaking of that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just um, I'll we'll sign off now, and right. I will, you know. Actually, I'll I'll give you a quick call. Okay, sounds like a plan. Okay, <laughs> sounds okay. good. It was great Thanks. having you on, Britt. Thanks for having me on. I love it. We'll do it yeah. again soon. Yeah, right. definitely. Take okay. care, hon. Uh, you too. <laughs> Bye.
All right, everyone. That is the show for the night. I um, found it very interesting how we had really just one incident where we got disconnected. And the podcast ended up being so much about the Lord. And um, I felt that he just kind of, as I said on the podcast, just kind of walked into the show tonight. So um, very important stuff. It, it It means a lot to me to share it. And, you know, to put that out there because, you know, I really love the Lord and I serve him and I want people to understand that that is definitely part of this show. It's a huge part of this show. So, um, Brittany and I got off and when we disconnected, we, I, I gave her a quick call back and we ended up talking further. She was telling me that. There was another um, bluish purple angelic being she had, had had an encounter with, which I'll talk about on the next episode with her. And also told me that one of the, I think he's one of the founders um, of Gaia had messaged her and was interested in interviewing her. And he made a statement that about the delusion that everyone is under here. That we're all put, like we're all under some kind of a spell that's been cast over us by these entities that are in charge down here, or think they're in charge, the ones that we've given power to so willingly. So there's some interesting stuff here I want to discuss on the next episode. I find it interesting, you know, when we think about our world and how we were talking about, you know, how people maybe all of the time aren't the ones that are truly at work here when things are done like sin and evil acts and, you know, murders and rapes and all kinds of stuff that's going on, that these are entities that are attached to people causing it, feeding off the negativity and our destruction. And I just got to thinking about what God sees when he looks at us. And if we could only see what he sees, that we aren't dealing with just human beings down here. And that's, in a sense, probably why God loves us so much. Because he doesn't see us as the culprits, you know, not completely anyway. Another thing I found interesting was, um, just so you all know, <clears throat> I'm asking for prayer for Robin McRae. Um, she has been, I believe, diagnosed with pancreatitis. She's been fighting that. We thought she had COVID and she ended up going to the hospital. And for the last I heard, they thought she had pancreatitis. And I was telling Brittany about this and she was kind of floored because she said that she just got over having pancreatitis. Um, Robin's friend that she hugged, who was actually confirmed that they had COVID. Um, I'm not sure if it was that friend or another one, but somebody else close to Robin has had pancreatitis, I think just this week. And Brittany, as I was telling her about this, she divulged that she had had pancreatitis and her husband or somebody else she knew had pancreatitis just this week. So the thing that I had mentioned to Brittany was 
I wonder if there's a possibility COVID is causing pancreatitis. So be very careful, guys. If you've got a fever and it's not getting better and other stuff's going on, like with Robin, make sure you get to the hospital and get checked out because this COVID stuff might be turning into something else. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that's happening from it. People having neurological issues, having, you know, lung issues, having um, like brain fog, you know. I mean, it's, it's just such a, a whole wide range of, of things that are happening from it. So be very careful. I'm not saying that's what it is. I'm just throwing it out there that, that that's, you know, that it's just a thought. So be very careful and mindful of that. So hope you guys enjoyed the show. Uh, love to you all. You guys stay safe. Say your prayers. You know, just put on your armor of God every day, guys. You know, and really consider the fact that God is real and that the Lord is real and he lives and that we are in a full-blown war zone down here in a completely supernatural realm. That is our reality. So, God bless you all. Have a wonderful rest of your night or day. And I will be back soon, hopefully with a much better voice that's healing each day as I go. Take care. Thank you.